You're listening to The Common Cause with Phil Lyman and Mike Peterson. Hey, Mike, uh, I want to ask you a question to get started tonight. Well, I'm on pins and needles. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, for, first of all, we've got Eric Mutsos that's going to join us here in a, in a minute, but I wanted to I wanted to run something past you just really quickly, and it, and, and it has to do with consent. You know, and the, the, the Declaration of Independence, some really smart people declared that governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. And if you look at the antithesis of that, which is coercion, um, that can be really devastating. And if you, if you take it in like a personal setting, uh, if, if you do something, perform one act with consent, that same act done without consent can be mm-hmm. devastating, mm-hmm. Uh, not only to the relationship, but to, you know, to the future trust of that person. You, you kind of understand behavior well, and you've advised me well over the, over the years. What's, can, can, you break that, can you break that down for me a little bit and let me know what happens if, if a person finds themselves in that situation? How should they respond? Well, first of all, you know, I, I, got, I got out of counseling and psychology for, for good reasons. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll, I'll give you give it my best shot. So, you know, I think I think this is one of those things that's pretty. Uh, it's actually probably pretty obvious, Phil, and and that and it's so obvious. That's one of the things that's is so uh, frustrating about about a state uh, elected leaders, wh- whomever you want to say, that that tries to um, force or, co- or 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 coerce people rather than um, rather than let them choose. Um, it, I mean, this is this is so obvious. This sh- you shouldn't even have to ask me the question, because I think I think we all know that in, in in whatever kind of relationship we have with our children, with our parents, with our spouse, with whomever, things go a lot better uh, w- when when we work off consent rather than we work on coercion. When we work on force, and and and, and in fact, I, I'll add this to something you you started this out with when you said some really smart people. And I'm going to say they were, yes, they were smart people, but even more than that, they were divinely inspired people. They knew, right? they knew not only in their, uh, intellectually, but they knew in their heart, they knew in their spirits that um, consent is far more powerful, far more effective. It builds trust. Uh, it, 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 it eliminates confusion. It eliminates uh, hard feelings. When we work on consent, uh, people are far more happy. And, and, and the beauty of, uh, and then the, the real beauty of it is, is that when people work with consent, they, they buy in and, and, yeah. and things, yeah. things go much, much more smoothly. Everybody's, everybody wins. Does that, is that sort of, does that help you? What I see happen when, when it goes the other direction is that it creates a lot of confusion, some real chaos, mm-hmm. um, some real disconnect. And, uh, and, and when the people get kind of disconnected, misunderstanding, when yeah. you get a disconnect from the government, you, uh, uh, you have to respond. And, and, it's, and who knows how that response is going to go. I, so I, th- I think Eric's on the line here. And, and so I want to introduce Eric. Eric is, uh, has become a great friend of mine, and he's a great friend to anybody who values self-determination and free agency and freedom and liberty or whatever, self-autonomy, any of those things. Uh, and so I, I've watched Eric um, really move the needle. He, he posted a video several months back, and, and, I, and I just happened to see it uh, with the Utah Business Revival. And, and 
it was a well done video, but the message, the message was, it just resonated with me. And I, and I thought, and I, so I posted, I'm going to this thing. It's, it was the, it was the thing up in vineyard. So anyway, Eric, are you, are you on? Okay. I, 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 Thanks so much for coming on. And if you want to give any introduction of, of who you are and what you're about, I just I just kind of want to turn it over to you and and yeah. I want to kind of get your feeling about kind of where we're at and what and what the proper response oh, yeah. ought to be. But first, but but first, do do because Eric, you and I, this is our first time to talk. Uh, g- give us some introduction. Tell us who you are because I'm probably not the only. Uh, I'm sure we've got audience members who who have heard your name. Probably so can't really, say the last really name. Know what you're about. Is it Mao? Is it Maustas? Is it Motsu? <laughs> it's Musos. It's just like Booth. <laughs> hey, I will say too, you know, he does, uh, Eric does Johnny Cash better than Johnny Cash. Maybe that's sacrilegious to say. So I'll say, I'll say he does a really good Johnny Cash. He's, he's very talented. The, the more I learn about Eric, it's like this guy has multi-facets and... <sighs> Um, so yeah, just, it's great to have you on. Eric. But yeah, thanks Phil and Mike. I'm well, first I want to say how thankful I am to both of you because looking right now, especially in the Utah political climate, there is not very many people that are in quote unquote leadership positions who are, who are representatives of us that are saying anything. And it's, and it's so disheartening to watch the people that you thought were these freedom lovers, the ones that talk about the constitution, talk about what's right and wrong. And then as soon as a crisis happens, they go silent. And, and that really, really frustrates me because right now we need their voices so bad, but, but I really believe that's one of the reasons why our governor and Lieutenant governor who's soon to be governor is doing what they're doing because they're not hearing enough from the people that, that are work side by side with them or are supposed to work side by side with them. And so I'm, I just want to say thank you to both of you for uh, raising your voices up. I'm sure that there's a lot of people that probably don't like your stance or even you as people because of what you're saying and doing. And that's, that's probably the best side to be on when you're, you know, usually when you're kind of on your own saying things, you're, you're given this warning voice. You're usually the one that's, hated first i mean wouldn't you think i mean don't you think so <laughs> absolutely in fact, i get i get nervous if, if people agree with me so i i think well if, if, if i've got too much agreement i must be going down the wrong path so but, yeah i need i need right, some place to plant my feet but but i do i i i do want to say one thing about that eric i, I um i, I understand exactly <clears throat> where you're coming from but i gotta tell you that the last two days we've spent several hours with, with, with members of the state legislature. And I have been, one of the things that's been most heartening for me is there were, there's a handful of, of legislators who are, uh, who are starting to say some things. Well, that's great. And, uh, I, I think, I think there could be a, a little way. Well, there needs to be because these, these people need to be held accountable. And, and I really believe that once the dust settles, um, and we see, cause I believe there's a lot of fraud going on with hospitals, with the state of Utah. I don't want to get too much into it, but I, I believe there will be a lot of fraud. If president Trump gets reelected, um, there's going to be people that will pay for this shutdown and lockdown and where all the money's going. That's what I believe. Hmm. So, so, so Eric, so t- tell us who you yeah, are. So, um, I do have to read this quote. Is that okay if I read a quick quote? This is from Mark Twain. He says, in the beginning of a change, the patriot is a scarce man and brave and hated and scorned. When his cause succeeds, 
the timid join him for then costs nothing to be a patriot mm-hmm. and i i love right. that because it's right. usually mm-hmm. there's there's usually just a few voices at the very beginning of something like this and i remember i believed in this thing for about maybe a day like soon as it was hitting and i was looking at this six percent number and then i started to see this like disaster unfold with government um lockdowns and and what you know what i'm saying like what was happening it was almost like watching a really slow train wreck on our freedoms and our liberties and i and i immediately had the worst feeling about it like i've got to sound the horn and then i got a phone call from one of my buddies at the police department because i'm a um, i live in southern utah now but i'm um a former salt lake city police officer uh seven years and that's a whole nother story how I got out of law enforcement, but it was very, very political up in Salt Lake City. And if you did not, um, if if you spoke up against the regime of Salt Lake City's politics, it's over for you. You'll either never get picked up or they'll wait until they can find you to to let you go or to fire you. Uh, that's how it happened. That's, that's why so many cops mm-hmm. are afraid, uh, which I understand. But that's why they're so afraid to be saying anything in this climate. They change their name on Facebook. They don't. I remember sitting next to a deputy chief at one point, uh, car to car, and we were talking about freedom of speech. And he said, when you're a cop, you you do not have freedom of speech. You do not have the First Amendment. And I remember how, how, how and that was a chief of police of Salt Lake City. You don't have the First Amendment. And I remember how it did not set well with me at all. So I got a phone call right in right when salt lake city put up that snitch line and um one of my buddies at the police department called me and was like eric we are going to calls to tell neighbors to get away from neighbors and it was like a fire lit off inside of me um i immediately called the snitch line um i recorded myself and uh, i called the snitch line on myself and i and I said, there's going to be a former policeman that's going to do a giant rally in Salt Lake at five o'clock. And, <laughs> and then I did a call to action and that's where the Utah business revival was born. I did a call to action and I asked people to go purchase food from local establishments and we're going to have a rally. I'd never, I've never, I've never done a rally before. I've never even been to a rally up until that point. Um, and I didn't even, when I got there, they're like, you want to say something? I'm like, I don't want to say anything. I just wanted to hold the rally. You know, but then right. I was like, wait, are you supposed to say something? <laughs> and so they gave me, they gave me the <laughs> megaphone. And then I, you know, I said a few lines on the megaphone and then I felt kind of awkward. Um, but that's, that's where it started was the Utah business revival. And then we started getting, um, I set up a Facebook group and we started um, uh, just kind of ga- gaining this momentum with a whole bunch of people joining. Um, I was speaking out on it. The news started paying attention. Um, we, we held an event where I met, uh, Phil, uh, but in vineyard, I just asked for any city mayor. I said, if there's a city mayor out there, um, can I please, um, will you please help me with this next event? And so we got the vineyard event off and we had 65 businesses show up. Um, we had, I think five or six food trucks. I can't remember. And then. It was a it was a business revival. So my idea that I had was that we are going to go around the state and help these small businesses, these non-essential businesses that are getting crushed, Mm. and we were just going to show up and buy the thousands and help these businesses. So that 
that event that Phil came to, there ended up being about, I would say four to 5,000 people. And, um, just from the beginning to the end and really, really helped these businesses. And, and, and it was, uh, we had 22 Utah elected officials, including Phil, um, all the way up to the AG, all the way up to Congress, uh, Congressman Bishop. Um, and so we had, we had a big event and that was one of the first events. And then it just kind of snowballed from there. I don't know how far you want me to get into it, Phil, but we had the first concert in America with Colin Ray. Mm -hmm. And so we've just been pushing back and, and I believe that it's our duty right now to do this. And it's really disheartening to see that 95% of the state, it almost loves it. It resonates for sure. I got to tell you something about the Colin Ray concert too. Kind of a confession, Eric. (laughs) So, so I'm standing back there kind of, you know, watching, uh, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and then Guy Fieri shows up, uh, and it's like, holy cow, that's Guy Fieri. And so I go and I get Jody and I say, I, I want to go get my picture taken with Guy Fieri. So I go back and, and he's, he's standing there talking to a few guys and, and I'm wearing my Trump, my Trump hat, make America great or Utah for Trump or something. And, and one of the guys turns and looks and, and I said, I hope this hat is okay back here. And he said, Hey, that hat's fine with us. And, and I said, and I, so I was talking to her for a second. I said, I just want to get my picture here with Guy Fieri. So I step in, and he kind of steps aside. I get my picture taken with Guy Fieri. And, uh, and this is how ignorant I am. So then when the concert starts, it's like, Hey, that's Colin Ray. That's the guy I asked if he would step aside. (laughs) So I could get my, (laughs) I was like, I was right there and I should have, I could have had my picture with Colin Ray and I didn't, it was like, you know, he's, he's, he looks so casual. He's back with his baseball cap. So anyway, yeah, that's what, that's one of those moments. It's like, if only I wouldn't have been such an idiot. I would have, that's when, that's when the whole idea came because someone came up to me at vineyard and they have a business a a small business where they set up stages and and equipment and lights and sound and then i looked down Mm -hmm. at this book that he has and i was like we're gonna have a concert and so i before i was a cop i was pursuing a country music career on evander holyfield's record label for four years and I had opened up for Colin Ray 15 plus years ago. So I knew Colin, I I've known Colin for 15 mm-hmm. years. Oh. Um, just, you know, talk here and there and we've just became friends. And, uh, so then I called Colin Ray and I said, Hey, you want to do the first concert since COVID? He's like, I'm in. So that's when it all started with, we got yeah. shut down in Kaysville. We oh. got shut down in, yeah, shut down in Grantsville. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, that's when Paul Cousins stepped to the plate and made it happen. Yeah. You know, and to, to, I guess my, my credit, I did have a really good conversation back there with Colin. He was so down to earth, so unassuming. And that's why it, it didn't come across as a celebrity to me. And, and then, then the concert was, I don't think I've been to a better concert than that Colin Ray concert and your piece. Uh, when you got up there and played with him, it was, it was just, yeah, it still gives me chills to think about that concert and what it meant symbolically. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so now we're putting awesome together job. a documentary called Non-Essential, and that's almost out. Um, we're we're releasing it. We've had two showings, and so we're going to have another showing this weekend. Um, just my group, the Who's Utah we? Business Revival. Um, and so we're we're going to okay. go to uh, um, Fiddler's Fun Center up in Cedar City, and this is at a business. This is at a business that's been totally crushed, and they're willing to challenge Governor Herbert on this nonsense. 
And 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 so so this documentary is going to be out. Is this something? Is this something? It's going to be in theaters. Is this something I'm going to end up putting it out. What, what is this? Um, I am going to try to make some DVDs okay. for people that want them, I guess, but we're going to, we're just going to upload it on a platform and get everybody watching it. Cause we believe the message needs to get out immediately. And the message is non-essential. And what's it called again? Yep. And it's just about the, the hypocrisy of Utah government right now. What, what business, what business is essential. You can go to uh-huh. Walmart, but this store's closed. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to close your bar at 10 cause COVID <laughs> goes asleep at 10. I mean, just these these absolutely asinine rules that that make no amount of sense. I mean, who is sitting in these offices? Who who's sitting there just making these rules up? Um, I, it's got to be somebody from a somewhere higher, somebody somewhere higher that's that's making these yes. rules up as they go. Well, and you see that with the uh, with the governors that mandate masks it happens all at the same yes. time and all with the same yeah, it's it's gross message. it's so creepy so it's, 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 it's just it, creepy. it is coming and then you've got spencer yeah. cox talking yeah. about like i don't know uh and i know you guys got to be care- careful you're elected representatives you don't want to bad mouth but i'm going to say something so you've got spencer <clears throat> cox um me- messaging people back in june saying hey uh um, they were saying, well, do we have to wear masks? Do we have to, our business is going to be closed. And, and, it, and in June, he was like, it is, it is not the proper role of government to have anybody wear masks or close businesses. Um, and so he was, he was on record saying it's not the proper role of government until the election happened. And so that's, I think that's where so much confusion is, Phil, when you're talking about consent and all these things, people are scared because these guys are acting um, like kings, they can't. We're... In, in, yeah. When, when... Go, go ahead, Phil. Okay. I was, well, I was just going to say, in a in a country that prides itself on on you know American principles and sovereignty of the individual and stuff like that, and you you rattle that that contract and show that no, that doesn't that contract means nothing. Um, it really does throw people. And, uh, and it creates, it creates chaos. It creates some real disconnect. People are angry. And so anything that they say, we're going to say, nope, it doesn't matter what it is. What, and, 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 and I, you know, I have no interest in, in, in bashing an individual or anything else. But when, when governor Herbert in his announcement said, uh, (laughs) the time for debate is over. Basically, you you wear a mask, or you're getting fined ten thousand dollars. It's like that's like instead of saying you know will right. you do this, saying you will do this. And this is weak. total total is difference weak. in that in the relationship in moving Utah forward. County on stage with you know at a big donor party uh, with forty five people on stage without a mask. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like why isn't people saying, buddy? Yeah, you are here. Yeah, I, I mean, is it so bad? Is it is the virus bad or is it not? Because if it's if it's so bad, why don't you have a mask on everywhere you go? Why are you touching people? Why are you wiping your nose? Why are you hugging people on stage for thirty minutes? For thirty minutes, and then he lied to the media and said it was only five minutes. Not true. And that people rushed him. Yeah. People rushed him on stage well, like he's a celebrity. <laughs> My goodness. <Yeah. laughs> well. It, and and here's the and I'm kind of going back to the to the original question and, and Eric you you have a good feel for this your your finger is on the pulse 
And what do people do? What, what do people do if they're feeling disconnected from their government or threatened by their government or, you know, fearing they're going to be prosecuted when they've done nothing criminal, but they're on somebody's list. You well, know, we're do all, do, we're do all you criminals for- now. I know we're all criminals right now. Do you, do you forgive? Do you, I think it, well, do you my, fight? my thing is that number uh, one, you have to pray about it and you have to, and you have to see what God wants you to do because maybe it's not the hill to die on, you know, for them. Maybe that's, maybe it's every, I mean, everybody has their line. Some people don't have a problem. Oh, okay. Here's a mask. No problem. Um, to me, I, uh, there's no way. I would, I would fight this to the death. I would say, okay, who's going to find me? Is it going to be the labor committee? Just find me. Is it going to be OSHA? Give me the fine and let's fight it because I wouldn't even hesitate to go up against these guys, especially in a bit. Most businesses are dying right now. I mean, some of these theaters we've gone to, they're ready to shut their doors in a couple right. months. No question. And they, they and are that's shutting what I've been their saying doors. From the very beginning. Yeah, like, we are going to. There's a lot of business. Death, the deaths of despair. I don't know if you know the numbers on deaths of despair uh, in regards to unemployment. Every one percent of unemployment in America, and these are studies done. Okay, six year, a six year study. Every one percent of unemployment mm-hmm. equals thirty five thousand deaths of despair between suicide, heart attack, uh, alcohol, you know, drinking too much. This, these are real numbers, and so knowing the CDC is only reporting 6% of all the deaths direct COVID related. We're going to have 10 times the death of, from suicide when this is all done. And, and I'm not even talking about the United States. Think about worldwide. Think about the economies right. around the world that rely on us economy. When we crash, it's, we're going to have millions <clears throat> and millions of people dying from starvation. And it kind of bothers, it kind of bothers me that I am this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes wish that I could just watch sports and, and, um, and just mm-hmm, go to, mm-hmm. but my mind, this is what my mind does. And so I, I just am, I'm very, very passionate about our freedoms and, and about personal choice. I'm very, very passionate and, and being a police officer and seeing mm-hmm. even how a small department, like, I mean, comparably nationwide, a small department, like Salt, Salt Lake city, how much control they have on people. So, so what I'm, okay. What I'm trying to say is that even Salt Lake city, even little old Salt Lake city has corruption within. And I'm not saying all the supervisors were like that. I'm not saying all cops are like this, not all departments, but I'm saying that every department has, has been infiltrated with immorality. And that's what's happened in the Utah uh, political system. What they're doing is immoral. Uh, what Spencer Cox and Governor Herbert are doing is immoral because um, you can't have freedom or excuse me, you can't have liberty without morality. And so we've lost, we've lost our, we've lost our liberty. Right. Right. And it's true. It's immoral to lock people away. It's immoral to shut somebody's business down. It's immoral to scare people with a stupid text message on a Sunday night because of a cold. That's so wrong. It's, it's starting to get, it's starting to really get real. I feel like the rules have, have changed and whatever, whatever courtesies existed between legislators is kind of, that's got to be set aside and, uh, and they've got to do their job, but citizens have to stand up and people just have to say, mm-hmm. you know, this is, yes. this is nuts. What well, we're unfortunately, doing is, um, is nuts. unfortunately for most people in, in the state of Utah, where it's finally going to get real to them is when they can't get food when they they can't pay their bills when their internet gets cut off and when their couch is gone that's when it's going to get real to them because they don't 
they don't engage like they should. Most people don't. Most people don't engage civically like they should. And so they're just waiting and waiting and waiting. When are they going to let us out? What do you mean they? That People really believe that the government's in charge of them. They yeah. believe it. It's so sad. It's so sad. Well, unfortunately, you're right. And, and, and so, so how, how do we help more people know? You know, one of the, one of the things that was cool for me in, in my campaign was that, uh, and I've, I've told this before, but, 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 we, but we were able to give out uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of copies of the Constitution, these pocket constitutions. And there were a lot, there were so many people who were grateful there's a this is on people's minds nowadays and you, you brought this up a minute ago eric that, that people are uh one of the one of the silver linings of what's going on is that it's making people think oh my gosh what's what's going on here this is this is not america um a book that really really helped me and i promote this book like crazy is called the five thousand year leap um that that's what helped oh, yeah. me Fantastic. and i finally book. started to see that this this nation was founded i didn't even understand it i didn't even know i didn't know george washington talked about god as much as he did i didn't know any of that stuff and and then when i was a when i was a cop you know when i was on the bicycle unit, you know, i read that book and it meant so much to me because cleon you know he was a police chief of salt lake city so he worked at the same de- i worked at the same department he was the chief at mm-hmm. and so i was reading it and it meant so much and then once I read it, I felt yeah. like I had a duty to say certain things that I saw that were going wrong, like quotas, like, you know, when they wanted us to celebrate in the LGBT parade. And I said, hey, I don't I don't believe in that, you know, and that's ultimately how I lost my badge and my gun, because I simply just said, hey, this is my right. I have a right to to live my faith. And. Uh, obviously I, obviously you don't in Salt Lake City. They, they do not um, tolerate anything that disagrees with their agenda. It's crazy. It's, Just get straight with God and then work on your family and then yep. your community. And that, that, that's how it happens is that you just have to pray and say, what can I do? And then when you get those impressions, fo- follow the, yeah, follow the prompting. And see where it leads you, and then you never know what'll happen. And that's how that's how movements start. That's how I'm convinced. That's how Martin Luther King. I mean, that's that's how it happens. Is you start to 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 listen to your inside, listen to your conscience. And too many people are are disregarding their conscience right now, and they're in a, a state of panic fear. Well, as, as someone who who went a year ago life was perfectly fine to now I'm get, getting ready to be sworn in. I'm not sure it's always a good idea to pray and then follow those <laughs> Well, I will say this. Uh, to be able to sit down and talk to two people like you, that, that uh, Eric and, and Mike both, who, who are willing not only to, to listen, but then to take action, uh, it's inspiring to me. It makes me a better person. I just hope it doesn't get as scary as the scriptures talk about. Well, thank you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. All right. Good night, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the common cause with Phil and Mike. 
You can email your comments and questions to the common cause podcast at gmail.com. We hope you'll subscribe and that you'll give us a five-star review.